Welcome to The Third Space. I'm Jeremy Verkley. And here on the last day of Spooktober, in this darkest hour, we call upon the mystical powers of the Blood Moon. The Blood Moon isn't magic, Kevin. It's science. Look, this is the exact same way you ruined the eclipse. Let's go. Jeremy, are you, are you, do you have your own thing to do? I oh, mean, man, we just talk right over each other there. I mean, honestly, sometimes I wait for you to start speaking. My favorite thing to do is when we start a <laughs> podcast by us both talking at the same time, trying to do our own joke that we have prepared. I, I didn't even prepare. I was just like, whenever Kevin starts speaking, I'm going to sing something from the Christmas, from like the Nightmare Before Christmas. All right, go for it. No, I'm done. All right. Yeah. You didn't even do that. What was your joke? Oh, I was going to ask if you're scared. Nope. All right. <laughs> Two successful almost (laughs) jokes. Two successes. (laughs) Both both alike in valor. (laughs) Oh no, they're star-crossed jokes, Kevin. Uh, Star-crossed jokes. Jokes that are never meant to be. No, they can never be together. They can never be together. Side by side. (laughs) Screamed at the same time from two assholes. I just learned uh, that my girlfriend can't listen to my podcast because it's too loud. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 I, it, it I, race, it guess race, what I just found out, it Kevin? It her blood pressure too much. Oh, I see. Yeah, what? I just I just learned you have a girlfriend. I should mention that at some point. You have Not on the podcast. But no. no. No, you haven't. Uh, but that's cool. Yeah. I hope you like her and she likes you. All right. I mean, once again, she doesn't listen to this podcast. Oh, great. She'll, so, she will. Would you like to give your unrated opinion about how it's going so far, Kevin? <laughs> she will never hear this. It upsets <laughs> this podcast upsets her too much. She can listen to my other podcast. Yeah. Apparently, it's quieter. Yeah, and, uh, and I try to explain to her, but on that podcast, when when me and my sister get loud, it's usually we're shouting at each other. At least this one, usually, it's just we're loud laughing. Yeah, there's so much joy in our noise. <laughs> Is there? Joyful noise. I mean, it's either joyful or anger. Uh, yeah, sure, I guess. Or scariness. Ooh, Ooh. Spooktober. Welcome to the last episode of Spooktober. Yes, uh, October is coming toward its end, and Halloween is like five days away. Yes. Are you doing anything for Halloween? Um, I am holding down the fort while my girlfriend's mom comes over. Uh, okay. What? Yeah, basically she's coming over because she doesn't want to spend Halloween by herself. Well, that's fair, but how is that uh, holding down the fort if well, you're, be- you're because, all the house? Because Sarah has stuff to do. Okay, so you're, so essentially you're entertaining her mom. Yeah. Okay, it's not like holding down the fort. <laughs> when you say holding down the fort on Halloween, I like to think that everyone's going out and Well, I, their... I, w- I will be holding down a fort, Kevin. No, the, that flying fort yeah, that she that, brings with her everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. Do, do, yeah. you, uh, do you hand out candy to kids? Yes, I guess I guess this will be the first time you're doing it in like a house. This is the first time I'm doing usually it in a house. you've been in an apartment before. Um, where so I assume you stand on your porch and just throw no, I just leave. Candy at I kids. just leave. <laughs> like nobody cares. Um, <laughs> I just go so do something else. Usually. Yeah, but are you gonna actually do full Halloween? Yep, yep. Sarah is very excited about it. Yeah, and she bought whole size chocolate bars. Oh my god, you're the full size chocolate bar house. We are. 
Uh, I mean, the, th- the thing that keep in mind is that for these first, for like the first one in your house, you got to like count how many kids come by. It's true. Keep track of it it's for true. Year. I think we're going to run out of stuff. Oh, 100%. I imagine if you're doing full sites, candy bars. Well, also, we're just, we're right on that loop. It's just an easy oh, yeah. loop for people to make. No, yeah. So. My, my house doesn't really, like, we get some, but we're also in like a, a cul-de-sac that has like 10 houses in it. Yeah. I feel like a lot of kids just keep going down the other side and don't even dip into these yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah. That, well, they they're doing a candy benefit analysis, and you're on the low end. Oh no, <laughs> no person is is like has analytically charged as a child on Halloween. On yeah, yeah, who's like, well, I see this many houses down there that have the lights on, and we could go this way, which in which case we can circle around here, and they come back on the other side of the. I have enough energy for twenty more houses. <laughs> <laughs> My mom has enough energy for fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I, I have to get far enough away so that by the time we're like, well, it's time to go back, we can go back on the other side of the street. That's right. You want to hit, like, the tiredness <laughs> of your parents at the end of a road. You have to come back. Because you can just be like, come on, man, we're walking past them anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Can I go say trick or treat? Yeah. Let's look how cute I look in my costume. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 The, the, you, I, we're little geniuses. Get it. Get it. Get, get that candy. Yeah. How heavy is the UNICEF box tethered around my neck by this piece of twine? Uh, <laughs> the, yeah. The UNICEF boxes. Yeah. Uh, the, the, why could uh, you, uh, like, why could you do that in math class? <laughs> I could, why couldn't you apply yourself the same there? I did really well in math class, actually, Kevin. I did fine in math class Did you well. know I almost became a theoretical physicist? Ooh. Um, I could have taken math AP the entire time throughout high school, and I said, I don't want to do that. So yeah. instead, I just got 90% in my <laughs> math class. I mean, what? Yeah, you're not using that. No, exactly. Math, anyways. Yeah, exactly. I, like, I, I did, I did, I did. This is time to break. I did very well in school, though. I will say, at least one class, I got like I think a seventy-five. It was a science science class. I got seventy-five, and my teacher said you should get an eighty. So gave me an eighty. Yeah, I'm like okay. I I have two classes through grade school. One I failed. One I got fifty-one percent on. You know, I know the class I failed was yeah. scrapbooking. Nice. <laughs> um, apparently, when I was in uh, kindergarten, when, wait, what? Wait, when did you grab scrapbooking as a class? Junior high. It was one of the options. All right, fair enough. Um, apparently, in a kindergarten, uh, I just learned this the other day. What I used to do is that I, is that I would go to kindergarten and then just scowl at the teacher, and she'd be like, "Do you want to do this?" And like, nope, can't hate it. Don't want to do it. <laughs> I hated kindergarten, and I understand why. It's useless. It's it's boring. Well, it's Kevin. It's basically like a class that's like this is how you play and interact with other people. Yeah, and I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> I I was hell to that teacher. Everybody was like, Kevin, want to play? Kevin was like, No, fuck you. <laughs> I will. I'm a forever alone kid. Why am I here? Let me go home. <laughs> I would much rather be anywhere else but with you except see when i was in kindergarten it didn't matter where i was i was just the fucking weirdest so <laughs> no I, kindergarten I, the age i went home after after playing all day and like crawled into my sister's room hid under a blanket and pretended i was in the womb for two hours <laughs> uh i apparently did not like using the word uh what do you call it um like won't, so it was always can't. Not can't do it. And my so my teacher was actively concerned. <laughs> can't do <laughs> like, it. Like, oh, he, he says he can't put his shoes on. Can't do it. I think I think she asked my mom once, like, can Kevin follow simple directions? Like if you tell him to go and like 
put on his socks and his shoes. Like, can he follow those? And my mom said, I tell him to get dressed and he comes out dressed. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure if I was just like pranking my kindergarten teacher. (laughs) I think you were just being a difficult kid. Uh, I hated kindergarten. It was so boring. It Uh, was incredibly boring. Welcome to our last Booktober episode, The Kevin Chronicles. Uh (laughs) I think it's important people learn more about me slowly, piece by piece. Yeah. Just like how my girlfriend's learning about me, slowly, piece by piece. I mean, she should listen to this. Nope, she won't. (laughs) No, can't do it. Too loud. Can't do it. Far too Uh loud. (laughs) I'm like, you know me in real life. Yeah. Also, I curse on here way more than I do in real true. life. It's true. Um, no, we are on our creature feature. Yes. So, of course, creatures. we need a creature to feature. Yeah. And it must be a spooky creature. A spooky creature. For Spooktober. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, we've done a lot of the Halloween creatures already. We have. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> we done have. a lot of them. There's a couple that we haven't done yet. Yep. Uh, but we have we've divin dove back into our mind palaces to figure out <laughs> what what is something that could be Halloween ish or spooky. Spooky was our criteria. Spooky, spooky. What is spooky that we have not talked about? That'd be fun to talk about and interesting, and will take you by surprise. And we decided after playing bingo, <laughs> animated armors. Animated armors. Yes. Uh now, you might say to us, Kevin and Jeremy, how do you know there's not just invisible people in those armors? Well, and, well, because that's the invisible man. That's different. Yeah, that's different. That is very different. There's nothing in these armors. No, no. You can put your hand in their face mask. <laughs> yeah, see, they're just animated. Yeah. And now animated armors do appear in a couple things, I guess. Yeah, multiple things. Yeah, um, of different, like... Types and reasons. Ba- basically, there's two types of animated armors, Kevin. There's spooky animated armors. Yes. And then there's magic trap animated armors. Yes. It, it's funny. We didn't actually even mean to do but we did pick a D&D creature again. We did. <laughs> yeah. We did. Uh, in this case, it's the animated armor. Yeah. So, Kevin. Yes. Imagine a world. <gasps> a world where the greatest monster of all lives. Man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But alongside man, there is another species of floating clothing. Is that the way we're playing this? I mean, does it have to be armor? Um, No, I don't think it has to be armor. I think that's true. I don't think it has to be armor. So then you're saying that there can be disembodied speedos moving around. Yeah, but I mean, I think the question is, like, how does... Wait, is this just a world with sentient clothing? No, Are we because, making Kill the Kill the anime, Kevin? Uh, no, because that clothing needs to be on people to move. Okay, this, the, you're right. The, yeah. the, the, the defining feature of animated armor and animated clothing in general, <laughs> I guess, uh, is that it is animated. Oh, right, right, <laughs> right. that it can move yeah. under its own power. Now, usually we go through and we go through the mythology, but I feel like first we're going to have to nail down do these things have intelligence or are they performing rote actions? Well, let's think of the animated armor that we know from Scooby-Doo. I mean, that has a bunch of um, teens in it. Yeah. I would have gone away with it too, if it weren't for them. <laughs> They're dumb dog. Stupid fucking dog. <laughs> They're fucking dog. <laughs> I would have gone away with it too, if it wasn't for you and your fucking dog. Fuck your dog. Sir, please. We're, 
<laughs> we're, we're a family show. Ah, fuck you. Fuck Anna Barbera. Um, <laughs> I would have murdered someone too if it wasn't for you and your dog. <laughs> and your damn life saving dog. Your dog that knows CPR. <laughs> How does it know CPR? How did you train it to do did that? Did you get your dog CPR certification? What is this? Are you a dog whisperer? <laughs> did you whisper your dog how to do CPR? <laughs> you have a, cha- a, a, a show on TLC. Teach you- <laughs> dog CPR. <laughs> I'd watch that show. What are we doing again? Who are you? I'm going to jail. <laughs> Fuck your dog. <laughs> Fuck your dog. That's what we're talking about. Uh, <laughs> Good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. Are, are these things sentient or are they things that perform a series of actions or I guess fulfill a specific purpose? I feel like do you being based off of our concept that like, we try to put everything that we can into these from yeah. the things that we yeah. you know, go from. I think there ha- it has to vary. Okay. But then we have to define why it varies and how I it mean, varies. I mean, we have to define why these things move. Because they can't just be the clothing. Yeah. It can't just be like... like These, these aren't naturally occurring genes. I mean... <laughs> are they? As we journey into the... Amazon we, rainforest. We find the rare gene tree. <laughs> if you get too close, you'll find that his loops are quite as dangerous as you might expect. Have you ever had denim burn before? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I would say that was started out kind of like a uh, like a nature show. It went very threatening in the middle. It, it did. <laughs> you, um, got, you got denim burns, Jimmy. <laughs> Kevin, I'm going to recall an episode where all we did was fight the entire time because I was very confused. Yeah. Remember the world where you had to solve riddles to get anywhere? Yeah, what up? (laughs) (laughs) What if this is a world, Kevin? Yeah. Anytime there is something to be guarded and it is left alone. Clothing appears to protect it? Yeah. Like clothing or armor or something. Well, but the thing is that I think it's worth mentioning that usually in the world where this ma- where this happens, someone has at least left the armor there. I think sometimes. <laughs> Wait. So is we're saying that this is a world where if you leave clothes to guard something, they will animate. I think if you just leave clothes in a location long enough, holy they will shit, animate. do your laundry. <laughs> Yeah, like, you gotta be careful, man. If your clothing, if, it, if at any point your clothing feels like it has been abandoned, or you have abandoned your clothing, they will become animate. Oh my, that's actually terrifying. That, is, that is, There's a lot there. Yeah, okay, so what we're saying is this is a world where if you abandon your clothing, it comes to life, or is there another thing that needs to happen? Um... Oh, God, is there another thing that needs to happen? Because the thing is, in most of the fiction I'm recalling, animated yeah. armors are there to guard something. Uh, but, I mean, that's sort of more of a D&D, like, yeah. well, it's, necessity. It's, it's also, like, if you think about, um, like, any sort of movie that is fantasy. Yeah. Usually they're there as a sentinel of some sort. I think, mo- I think that's because they're animated armor. But okay. if you had, like, an animated Hawaiian shirt... Maybe just wants to go to Flavortown. Oh, oh no. <laughs> that place doesn't exist. Mm, they'll find it. Okay, so they're going to have a wide amount of varying motivations. Yeah, motivations and purposes. I do think we cannot think of them as fully sentient beings. No, they, eat, they have a purpose. Yes. And they're going to try and do that. For, so, for instance, when I was 13 and we were walking up to the Banff Hot Springs and my yeah. mom found a bathing suit frozen in the ice. <laughs> 
Yeah. Instead of it being frozen in the ice, it would be frozen in the air and walking to the hot springs. Uh, yeah, I guess its purpose is to go to the hot springs. And swim. And swim. So basically what we're saying is this is a world where vagrant clothing tries to fulfill its purpose. <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, I, I have see a, that. I have a question. Yeah. Once it fulfills its purpose, does it cease to be animated? Um, does, it, does the swimsuit get to the hot springs? I would say no. If we go, if we go by what we know of animated armor, it stays there long after that thing. Like it, like it could just yeah. be like, oh, once there was a great treasure protecting this building. Now the only thing that remains is animated armor. I think it's very important for us to say this though. Yeah. If you die in your clothes, they cannot become animated. Uh, no, I think I think yours as you weighing them down at that point. Like, well, you, like you you're still wearing them. Still wearing them. Yes. Yeah. They these cannot. Ha- these have to be. Uh, like there can be no one wearing the clothes. Yeah, and I think and I think they are based upon the logistics of the clothes. Yeah, like I think when we talk about like the shorts, they're not floating in the air. That wasn't they're shorts, down yeah. on the ground. <laughs> it wasn't shorts. Oh, just a speedo. <laughs> it was a one piece like bodysuit. One piece bodysuit. Yeah, like I guess it's probably down on the ground, like scratching like an inchworm. I think if it's short, then it can no, walk I think on it. No, I think it would be upside down walking on, like, the shoulder straps. Okay, yeah. If that's the way we think <laughs> that it would move. Yeah. Um, like, like the full animated armor can move because it's animated armor. It has yeah. the, all the well, body parts. It has the feet. It has everything. Yeah. Um, but if you just have, like, pants, yeah. then, like, those pants walk, but then your shirt's walking on its hands. Yeah. They're not, they're not, a, they're not an outfit. Oh, no, wait. But I guess armor also do- is different. Yeah, it's separated. It's if, if it's an outfit, if you leave pants and a shirt, they will combine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which I guess is a way of making their programming more complex. In what way? Well, let's say I have a bunch, uh, a pair of tearaway jogging pants, Kevin. I assume you do. And I also have a Hawaiian shirt. Okay. And I leave them and abandon them together. All now right. I have a jogging pair of shirt and pants that are also looking for great dry- diners drive-ins and dives is the idea that they that they attempt to complete the missions according to the stereotypes of the clothes um i i think that's the only way we can codify it jeremy if i abandon in let's say the back parking lot of an arby's okay some what uh, well first of all it would never come to life because somebody would steal it <laughs> okay fair enough um <laughs> But if it is somehow left there. Yeah. And these clothes are what you may know colloquially as meat slacks. Do you know what meat slacks are? Don't know what those are. Slacks you wear after you've eaten too much meat. Oh, so they're meat sweatpants. Yeah, sure. I don't want to use the word meat and sweat in the same uh, sentence, though. Why? (laughs) Because meat sweats is a different thing. Okay. Meat sweats are the sweats you get after. Basically, you're saying meat. buffet pants. Buffet pants, yeah. Okay. Uh, is their mission to like cram themselves full of food? Yeah, it's to become full, Kevin. <laughs> they become full to the point of bursting. <laughs> I have this. I have this vivid image in my head. Yes. Let me page you a word picture here. Paint me that picture. You're at a buffet. I'm at a buffet. You're at a, and you're like, you're what, said, what's the theme of this buffet? The theme of this buffet is that thing where it's like. They say it's Chinese food, but it's like Western Chinese food. So oh, yeah, there's like okay. snow crab legs in there or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You're like, this place is called Chinese Buffet, but there's an awful lot. No, there's an awful of, lot of French fries here. a lot here. of French fries here for the Chinese Buffet. What the fuck is this pizza What's doing? What's happening? <laughs> fuck your dog. <laughs> Look at all these scallops. 
Why are there so many scallops in this uh, Chinese Here's buffet? a pro tip. Don't eat those. Everyone has a very vivid image of now what this buffet is. Because yeah. I believe every town has four. <laughs> uh, um, I cannot argue. Uh, so you're sitting there yeah. at this buffet. And mm-hmm. you're like, mm-hmm. hey, I want some more food. Yeah. So you get up. You have your plate. You walk over to the buffet. Yeah. And you're like, what am I going to get? There's green beans here. Green oh. beans are good. Yeah, they got sauteed green beans. Got sauteed green beans. Yeah. They, are, they have some noodles. They're oh, both yeah. thick and thin noodles. And got some sweet Shanghai noodles. Yeah, you got some Shanghai noodles. Or, or do I want chow mein? And then bursting in from the kitchen is just like a <laughs> pair of pads. It was like blah, 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 blah. It's just like grinding itself along all the, <laughs> the food. Stuffing itself full. Stuffing <laughs> itself full. But it's, every single time it steps, food comes out of the pant leg. <laughs> it's, it's like a Muppet when they're running. It's like, blah, 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 blah. It flops over the top Here's the thing, of though. the ginger beef and just scoops the entire <laughs> thing down. They're pouring <laughs> out both legs. Here's the thing, Kevin. It can't climb up to get the food. It's not tall enough. I mean, if they're sweatpants, they are. I mean, I guess if there are sweatpants, also, I mean, we're two we're two large gentlemen. Well, also they're pretty light. And when I said this, I imagined them full <laughs> jumping on, like so. Someone runs out after them with a broom, just smacking them, being no. like, like, no, well, stop it. Well, I mean, what's the way to get rid of these things? Burn them. I mean, yeah, but what do you do if it's armor? <laughs> I mean, combat. I guess that's you, true. Yeah, you, you fight break them. it. You fight them. You yeah. fight them till they run out of hit points. <laughs> Well, it'd be you fight them until you break the armor. Until you break the armor. Until it's no longer in one feasible piece. It's like if you just took, like, if you, I think the thing about armor is that armor has to be full complete. If you have the front of a breastplate but not the back, that won't create. No, that's just junk. That's just junk. Yeah. Same thing if you had, like, the sleeve of a shirt. Um, Where are we on for shoes for this? Uh, shoes also are clothing. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yes, yeah, sometimes so, you will be. So there are just a bunch of shoes walking around. <laughs> <laughs> just empty shoes walking around this yeah. world. And the, 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 we the, told you it was gonna be spooky. I think the thing about those shoes, though, is that, like they don't have a purpose other than walking. Here's the thing, Kevin. They do have a purpose, which and is it's depending on the type of shoe. Sandals want to go to the beach. Kevin. Okay. Right. Hiking boots want to be in the mountains. Okay. They have places that they want to be. I suppose. Right? They have things that they're, they're for. Like These... gym gym shoes, Kevin, are constantly trying to get into gyms. Okay. Or, or just jogging down the street. No, no, because uh, gyms you have to have indoor shoes for. They won't let you wear outdoor shoes. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think shoes can understand if they're indoor or outdoor. No, but we're shoes. saying we're saying it's the perception of humans that is right. It's the stereotypes humans have about these clothes that so, directs their programming. Okay, so are there literally boots made for walking? Yeah, there okay. are boots made for walking, <laughs> and that's just what they do. Long after I have died, one of these days, these boots are going to walk all over you. <laughs> I promise. I have I have put that programming in them. Yeah, they these, know what these to do. boots are. My boots for walking on top of people. When- <laughs> It is a sex thing. Thank you. Yes. Yes. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine just those boots? You're like, just like standing at a bus stop and the boots come by and just start like stepping on your feet. And you're like, what? What the, heck? What the hell are these boots doing? What? 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 These. What? Oh, they're so pointy. Oh, stop. Stop it. What? <laughs> leave me alone. Stop. It's, like, <laughs> it's like a dog coming up to you. Just leave me alone. Stop. Stop it. Stop it. I don't no. know. I don't know who owns you. <laughs> Nobody, apparently. Where are you from? Only abandoned things, Kevin. If you take... 
once they are animated, they can't unanimate, can they? No, you gotta destroy them. Okay, so... <laughs> so you can't just, like, adopt a sweater. <laughs> well, I mean, you could, I guess. Now I have a sweet animated... What is, what is a sweater's duty? What is a sweater's program? To keep one warm. To keep something warm, To keep Kevin. it warm. <laughs> I mean, scarves are gonna choke you out. There was another sweater smothering today. <laughs> <laughs> and this is our weekly reminder to please close your windows while you sleep. And burn your sweaters when you're done with them. That's right. Close your windows while you sleep. <laughs> now imagine you're a sweater just scaling a building. <laughs> yeah. You wake up in the morning and you just like you just have like a sweater, sweater. on. You're like, what? <gasps> oh, God. <gasps> no. I didn't want this. It smells like wet dog. I run hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this. Why, universe? Um, <laughs> okay, other than, I guess, we, we have to now determine everything that falls into clothing. Because we've said that clothing animates. Yes. So, glasses. Mm, no. no? I, was, I was thinking of seeing glasses move rather like, no, no, that's invisible person wearing glasses. Okay. Hats. Ye- yes. Okay. Scarves. Yes. Gloves. Yes. Because can you imagine a glove walking around on his fingers? Yeah. yeah. Wrist guards? Like the leather wrist guards? I was thinking like the ones with like the plastic so you don't break your wrist when you're roller skating. Um, ooh, because I was going to say that's protection stuff, but I, I guess football stuff would. Yeah. Like helmets. Shin pads? Shin pads. Yeah. I think, I think here's the thing you have to keep in mind. A lot of this stuff animates, but there's nothing that like, how to put this? A lot of this stuff animates, but it can't do anything. What do you mean it can't do anything? Like, how, I guess, yeah, I guess how a does helmet. a wrist guard move? Yeah. I mean, a helmet could, like, try It's to laces, move. Kevin. Dragging it along uh, the ground. <laughs> like a weird spider but thing. But I guess you're right. If something is rigid yeah. and has no joints, yeah. it cannot so, traverse. Because we're not include. We're, we're basically saying that the floating, like, rotate, like, nothing levitates. That, yeah, that, nothing levitates. Well, so, I, so I like, guess like, if it's round, it can roll. Yeah. But, like, like, a shin guard, like, I guess it's... It could hot dog roll. It could try to hot dog roll. Yeah. yeah. So I think there's a lot of the animates that just, like, eventually fades away as... Like a tumbleweed. A tumbleweed. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking through your YMCA and there's just a... A whole smattering of shin pads rolling in the wind. <laughs> like a like a shin pad in the wind. <laughs> Say you lived your life. I've been through the desert on a shin pad with wind. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I wasn't going to do another one, but I was going to do it based off of wind. And realized that's not the joke. Wind yeah. isn't the joke. No, wind isn't the joke. Shin pads the joke. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I stopped myself. All we are fool. is wind in the wind. <laughs> All we are is wind in the wind. <laughs> uh. Seems to me you lived your life like a wind in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's somebody do a real life parody of that like that. <laughs> and it seems to me. You lived your life like a wind in the wind. <laughs> never knowing who to cling to when the wind came in. <laughs> and I would have liked to know you, but I was just a wind. <laughs> your wind blew out long, long before. 
Your wind never did. (laughs) (laughs) This for Princess Wind. (laughs) Marilyn Mon Wind. Uh, (laughs) Okay, cool. Okay. uh, (laughs) We were talking about something something before that. I don't remember what I mean, we were talking about what constitutes as clothing. What constitutes as clothing? Costumes. Costumes. Uh, yes. So all your discarded Halloween costumes thing... are roaming the streets, going up to houses, trying to get candy. Oh, yeah. I think the thing is, is that as soon as something is, like, I think we're going to have to go into this more after we, event, you know, when we hit our uh, our commercial, because it's going to be a big, long thing. But we're going to have to discuss... What is it that causes this to happen? Is it the shape? Is it the fact that somebody wore it at one point? Or is it the fact that just, like... I don't think it's going to be a long thing, because I think the answer is, it has to have been worn. It has to have been worn at some point? Yeah. Or it has to be, like, a copy of something that is worn. What does that mean? Like, so, you could have... Let's let's go with animated armor, because that's where we started. Yeah. Right? You could have a bunch of knights wearing armor. And then someone could make armor and abandon it, and it would become animated because other people have seen the knights wearing the armor. But by that logic, then still they, they know they know the purpose of the armor. Well, that that by that logic, then still you could still knit a sweater and then just leave it in a field somewhere, and that sweater would come yeah. to life. Yeah, you could do that. Yeah, like like that's what I mean. Like that's going to be sort of a a thing. Like there's stuff there. That's about like consciousness coming to things that. Just because we as people believe, well, here's could. the here's the thing. Do you know what a sweater is for, Kevin? Uh, yes. So then, like, because we're saying that people's intentions for these clothing is what informs their programming, right? Well, in, in that case, so it makes sense to me that like the gestalt of human consciousness is what's actually like animating yeah, these. Things. That's sort of, that's sort of what, what yeah. I was asking. Like, so is it just that like? Is it that people have some sort of, like, latent ability, essentially, to, because they believe something should be doing something, it does it? Yeah, so people have that ability. Yeah. Person does not. Well, no, yeah. So yeah. You, the thing is that any of these, like, latent things, like, you can't actively do it. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, so it, it that, that just means, that, like, like, if someone believes something, <laughs> the concept that someone's like, oh, that is a sweater. When someone wears a sweater, they get warm. The sweater's yeah. like, where? Where is the cold one? Let me. <laughs> Let me warm them. Yeah. I have a question before we go to commercial, Kevin. Yeah. Belts? Clothing? Yes. They're snakes. Yep. They're <laughs> snakes that try and lift your pants up. Uh, they're snakes that are eternally trying to give you wedgies. Yeah, it's a good commercial. Okay. <laughs> This week's episode of The Third Space is brought to you by Gathering Candy in a Pillowcase. You see those other nerds out there? They got like a basket or, or a, a bucket, bucket or a bag. What kind of fools are they? You know what you did? You took your pillow out of your pillowcase. And now you can get a pillowcase full of fucking candy. That's right. It's bigger than a bag. You could just fit so much more in there. But it's sturdy enough not to fall apart. This is exactly... What our forefathers wanted when they invented Halloween. That's right. And guess what? You're even smarter because you brought a wagon to put your bag in so you don't have to carry it. You can have an entire sack 
like like a Halloween Santa Claus, but it's for you. It's for you. You can eat all of it. That's right, and you can go home and use it as your pillow. Yeah, you just sleep on candy. Sleep on sugar. Dream about candy as you sleep on candy. When you wake up, you will be the Sugar Lord! All right, Kevin. All right. I think we know how this animated armor works. Do Okay. What's this world like because of it? Oh, okay. Well... I mean, we do have to address the fact that, like, do we want to go back to when it first happened? Like, I mean, yeah, a loincloth came and, like, somebody <laughs> threw it. Flop, flop, they were flop, like, flop. they were like, I need a new loincloth. And they threw it away. But here's the thing. They didn't need a new loincloth, Kevin. <laughs> that was still a functional loincloth. Okay. <laughs> How functional does it have to be? The thing is, it has to still be able to, like, fulfill its purpose, right? Okay, yeah. That's fair. I, I think the first thing that comes out of this is that more often than not, people will use their things until they're no longer usable. Yes. Like, if, if you know, if you knew that if you threw out those pants, they would come to life, no matter the tears in them or anything like that, I do think you would be more like, well, I don't know if I want this going conscious somewhere else. Yeah. How would, how do I want to burn these pants right now or can I keep wearing them? At what point is it considered abandoned? Because, yeah. like, is donating clothes... No. Now, I know it's not abandoned, but I mean, like... Yeah. Let's think of a value village. That's... Where where a whole bunch of clothes is dropped off, and then sometime, like... Here's, like, here's the thing, your... Kevin. I yeah. think... I think... If it's in your closet... Yeah. It's not abandoned. Okay. Because it's in your storage area, right? All right. If you put it in a bag, though, in your closet, and you do not take it to donation, within a month it's it's gonna start animating because <laughs> it understands. I like I like the but, idea. But if you if you like took it the bag right away, yeah. then no, because that's basically just a closet. Like again, right? I like the idea that also at you know at a value village, at a what's the name of value world? village in this world rather than value village? Um, <laughs> the zoo. <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, the reason I think like things like that, um, like, or or even or even sometimes like the Walmart warehouse, if something's been left there for like so long, like, like let's say someone's going through the inventory, yeah, and they're like, hey, I have, I was going to say that we have a box of jackets that have just been like left in the back of the warehouse for eight months. Like my God, they're alive. And then they like creep back there. There's just a ba- there's just a box rattling, full <laughs> of full of full of goose down, full of furious jackets. I just want to protect you from the wind. That's right, <laughs> protect you from the wind and give you warmth. <laughs> Boy, I know you only worked here for about three months now, but it's up to us to deal with this. <laughs> shotgun wouldn't work. It'd be a flamethrower. <laughs> I mean, for goose down, a shotgun would work. Oh, you're right. Yeah, for down, you just have to fire. For, for the denim, it wouldn't. No, denim. Denim. Denim's too sturdy. Denim's flamethrower a little bit more. <laughs> uh, I mean, I mean, you would you would use like uh, you wouldn't use a slug. You use like buckshot. Yeah, you would have yeah. something with a widespread. Yeah, so you can put enough holes through it. Yeah, that it would not be able to fulfill its purpose would, anymore. <laughs> it'd be like oh, I am useless the, now. The thing is, is I think that this it doesn't super affect the modern world any like in in any other way than i can think other than people use their stuff more until it can't be used and that rather than throwing it out you destroy it you destroy it well then maybe we should try to think of ways that people can abuse this ability like what oh, would- 100% people would. like th- the thing is we would still be making armor 
Yeah. To this day. Yeah. Because it is useful to leave places because it will protect the place. I mean, I was thinking that, like, like here's, if, if a lot of this stuff is based on the idea, like, at a certain point, we will figure out that the clothing continues and does what it did when we used it. Yeah. We would create... The clothing we would create would be, like, full body suits that we're like, oh, this body suit is used for cooking. Oh, because, man, aprons. Well, no, but not even only aprons. Yeah, yeah, apron- you, would, you would make a piece, a whole body suit for cooking yeah. because once you abandon that, that thing would just go cook. Well, and you just said it's not would, even... Would it be good? No. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it depends. It could be really good. I think it yeah. depends what you surround it with. Mm-hmm. You, you essentially, you would have to treat it kind of like a machine where you yeah. feed in the ingredients... And it makes them. Yeah. Like, yeah, if you were passing it ingredients. Yes. But here's the trick with that. You have to truly abandon it. Well. Right? For it to work, it's got to be abandoned. I mean, yes, but you said that you could just. I guess, yeah, you put it in a bag. and you, then, Yeah, you could just make. Like, yeah. essentially, that is a long process, but you make that thing, you put it in a bag, you forget about it, and then you go, oh, you know what? My cook suit's probably done. You open it up, and the suit comes <laughs> Ding! out like. Go on, give me ingredients. And because they can't talk, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it talking. And when you're done with it, you just shove it back in the bag. I mean, yes, I guess the question is how strong are these things? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think probably about the relative strength of what they're made out of. That's why animated armor is so scary. Yeah. But animated pleather isn't. <laughs> <laughs> animated vinyl. Yeah. I mean, vi- the thing is, is, is that stre- strength is relative, right? That armor is uh, good at stopping certain things. Yeah. It's hard. You know? Yeah. It, it has a, a pretty good tensile strength. Yeah. But... Like blunt impacts are going to shatter it because it's more brittle. Well, it'll crumple right? it, but yeah, it's still it'll moving around. Um, you know, whereas something like spandex, you know how hard it is to rip spandex. Yeah, we take a knife to it and it's done. <laughs> so if, if, if you go to one of those like underground spandex fights where you just take two pieces of spandex, give each one a knife. Here's what I think makes more sense. We can have a discussion about this. Okay, but what makes more sense to me is the more material used. In the outfit that is animated, the stronger the outfit is. I mean, I think that's worthwhile because if you, I, um, if you consider that each essentially each thread is like a muscle, yeah, that like yeah, things that are full body suits like like ov- like coveralls and overalls, yeah, they they're pretty tough because they have their entire body as yeah. one big muscle, yeah. Versus you know like a hat. Also, I just like the idea of abandoned shoes being able to, easy to like pick up and throw away. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like they following you yeah. and you just go get out of here, get out of or here. Or you get the shoes that are tied by the laces around like telephone poles and they're yeah. just swinging around, <laughs> just being like trying Argh. to kick things. <laughs> get out of here. Get get out of here. I specifically created these shoes to kick people in the balls. Oh well, that's why they're up on that telephone wire. <laughs> why did you make this? Uh. And now no one can stop thinking about it. <laughs> and now every time one of those shoes is made, it wants to kick people in the balls. But it can only do it if it's attached to pants. <laughs> yeah, shoes can't I guess jump, so. Kevin. Yeah, I mean, I there's a little bit of like... <laughs> they can hop. I'll can give hop. you that. They get a little hop. They can compress them. It wasn't... If we imagine that essentially they have full control over everything. Fiber, yeah, and it's all one big muscle. A shoe could definitely compress and then ba- bounce up. Yeah, have you got one that's full of pump? Oh man, Air, pump. Air Jordans. Air Jordans. <laughs> you got yeah. some. You got some hops. <laughs> You're just looking over. You see a shoe just go. At this like, I'll be like, "Is the shoe going to chase me? The shoe's going to chase me." Shit. 
So, so what all that the, all the she wants to do is dunk on me. What that tells me, Kevin, is that our our like personal chef clothing, yeah, is actually hard to stuff back in. Yes, but fortunately, like. <laughs> We must have some way of dealing with that. Also, We've... horror movie in this in this world. Somebody makes that suit yeah. for cooking, and then they try to put away, but they think the suit just thinks it's that they're an ingredient, and now the so- suit cooks people. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah, I mean, like, how would a suit? Like, I, the only thing I can think of is that essentially, the, once again, using the fact that humans essentially have this weird psychic, psychic ability that's yeah. based on assumption, the suits just like no ingredients like yeah. they know recipes yep and you here's the thing i don't know if they know recipes i th- i i think when you give them the proper collection of food you have a 95 percent chance it's going to be what you wanted it to be <laughs> but you got a five percent chance where it's not gonna make something bad it just makes something completely different yeah and you're like oh i i, I wanted to make a cake it made me a crap load of pancakes because <laughs> huh. i'm having pancakes tonight i mean i guess they are cakes <laughs> i guess uh i guess for my fancy dinner we're having Pancakes, oven mitts, clothing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, Those are like okay. gloves. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd say so. I mean, I I think the big thing is is that. Remember, my, sorry, we talked this beforehand, but I like really like belts because I like to imagine that what they do is they stick up to you, curl up your leg, and you're like, what the hell? I just like maybe it just like holds your pants no, up. No, it doesn't hold your pants up. It tries to keep them up, Kevin. <laughs> It's true, that's true. For some reason, I'm like, I know. Like, a belt gets on you, and now, Kevin, you better hope you don't have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, you have to get that belt off. Yeah. Fortunately. I mean, it, fortunately, belts aren't super large, so. Not super large. They're, yeah. They are leather, which is tougher. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But you just grab it by the, grab it by, like, the, the eye and just yeah. spin it around and throw and it. Whip it away. Throw it like a rattlesnake. <laughs> <laughs> get out of here. Get out of here. Go hold up somebody else's pants. <laughs> then it comes, like, just slide it up. I, like, I know that you could take that as all sort of, like, dark ways of being like, oh, you know, and then it'll just crush you with its, th- with like, it's, but like, no, the belt doesn't crush you. No. The belt will literally. It's an inconvenience. It's just an inconvenience. Yeah. yeah. And it's really freaking weird. But uh, here's the thing. There would be scary things. Yeah. Right? Like, a suit of armor by itself, okay, that's a thing for protection. Yeah. But if you give that suit of armor a sword. <laughs> I mean, yes. Right? Then it's for attacking because it, it'll be people's perception of it. People's perception of it is that it is an attacking thing. Yeah. Now, now it yeah. goes out to find things to attack. Things to attack. Yeah. If you put certain like designs on the armor, could that change what it is? I guess if if it's perception, if it can change, if if there's another like oh, painted armor is for this. Well, I was thinking like, it, like the thing is, is it can't be person, right? You you can't have your suit of armor and paint flames on it and be like this armor's for racing <laughs> now this armor goes faster <laughs> yeah like um, that doesn't work because no, no. you're you're just one person no, it needs I, to be people what i think it is is that i think it's more of like um let's say armor and this is a little bit fancy stuff but like, this armor is painted with like a royal guard insignia yeah that armor is for guarding yeah but then you paint it with like a crusader's insignia and that armor is for, for perse- crusading it's for per- persecuting it's for persecuting it's for crusading yeah uh <laughs> And, like, that is the same armor, but because you painted it different, people's, like, ideas of it change. Yeah. And it, it just, it's just sort of, like, a general consensus. Because, like, I think if, just as you said, if one person could not be like, well, if I paint fire on my armor, it goes faster. Yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that. But if one person's like, no, that armor doesn't mean that. No. But. Change it. But, Kevin, if you were, like, a professional athlete that had armor on. 
when you ran a, when you ran around and somebody made that armor that's running armor and it would run <laughs> only if the only if a vast majority of people in the world recognized it saw that and recognized right, it but if you if Usain Bolt had armor on when he was running <laughs> if you're like ah oh, that's Usain Bolt's armor that's running armor <laughs> uh Sure, that doesn't mean it's faster. This means it does run yeah. as fast as it can. Yeah, it also means that, like... Chunk, 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 chunk. I feel like this is just a world where there's, like, animals escaping zoos all the time, except it's clothing. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah, it, I think in your... In and your... I, th- I think it's mostly sports equipment, because, like, can you imagine somebody, like, tossing their old hockey gear and not destroying it? Because somebody would totally do that, and now... There's a entire suit of hockey gear running around hockey armor, trying, if you will. <laughs> trying to score goals and hit people. Like <laughs> so you do just get though I would like to point out that if it's just like the jersey, like if you get I, I like if like you just get the jersey, you don't get any like the goalie stuff or any of that. No, then the jersey goes to the arena and cheers for the team. No, no, I don't think that was the jersey does. Yeah, I think that's what the jersey does. No, because like, like I think if the jersey has a player's name on it, I don't think the global consensus is that is a fan. I know fans wear it. Yeah, I guess you're right. But yeah. I think the global consensus is that is a hockey player. Yeah, like oh, you're right. You're it's right. Cause and effect. But if it doesn't have a name on the back, then it's fan. Yes, it, yes. If 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 you can look at that jersey and be like, that is clearly not a player's jersey. Yeah. That is like a branded Budweiser jersey. Yeah. And on the back it just says Bud. Yeah. This one's for you. <laughs> uh, then. They're all for you. And the number is 69. Yeah. Like, nice. now you got it. You got it. <laughs> you you did it. You did it. Um, speaking of 69. Hmm? <laughs> huh. <laughs> I want to see where this I goes. I mean, I... People would definitely make sex clothes. People would have sex with clothing. I mean, well, yes. And and the thing is, the problem with sex clothing is that it's just for sex. It's just for sex, which means when it becomes it's not an- for sex with you. It's for sex. It's for sex. And when it gets animate, it's, it just wants to it have just wants sex. to have sex. Which its clothing means that it would just sort of be like weird clothing grinding up against you. Because let's let's be clear, like. Sexual toys are not clothing. Well, here's the thing. Are you asking if a strap-on is a piece of clothing? Yeah, because there's ones that have belts, Kevin. I don't think so. I think that... they're attached to the belt and the belt is clothing. What is a non-sexual version of that? No, because I'll be like... like, I don't think a harness, like, like like a parachute, would is clothing. Yes, but if the harness was on, like, a paramilitary gear thing... Then is it? I mean... Is a backpack clothing? No, a backpack is not clothing. Okay. A backpack is the same as a suitcase, and a suitcase is not clothing. Well, I wouldn't say and that a bar exactly is a... the same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you wear a backpack, you carry a suitcase. Yeah, but I still think the the consensus of, of that is different. Is a purse clothing? Um, No, I don't okay. think a purse clothing either. Okay. No. I think those are all bags. Is a, They're accessories. Is a... Is a I don't think accessories are clothing. Okay. So necklaces are not clothing. Okay. Uh, but scarves are clothing. Are belt buckles clothing? Buckles? Yeah. No, they are not clothing, but the belt is clothing. So the belt could drag around the buckle, the belt, but the buckle would not be animated. I mean, the reason why you wear a buckle is so when your belt animates, it's way it's down. Way down. Yeah. It's easy to find to take your buckle off That's of it. Right. You throw the belt <laughs> off into the desert somewhere. Yeah. 
So he can live with the other snakes. With no name. <laughs> <laughs> on, upon a wind with no name. Upon a wind with no name. Uh, hey, is that Zephyr? Nah, that ain't got a name. Uh, <laughs> is it the North Wind? The South Wind? It's hey, got no name. Is that Boreas? Nah, hasn't been named. Stop trying to name the wind, man. <laughs> yeah, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick <laughs> Rothfuss. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. I don't listen to Patrick Ruffis. I don't know what the name um, of the wind is, but how dare you try to name it? I'm pretty sure it's. I think it's Wendy. Oh no, no, no! That's fast food. No, you're right. <laughs> no, it's Wendy's. Oh, you're right. Yeah, who is owned by the wind? Yeah, you're right. In this world, we're making up right now. <laughs> Improv. Um. Okay. Oh man, I just realized there's also like abandoned mascot costumes running around. Yeah, I, 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 I had this flash in my head of, like, I mean, you said earlier Halloween costumes, and yeah. some of them are, like, full Halloween costumes. I think, like, you got to be careful, man. If you have a full body thing, yeah. if you have that, you have to dispose of it correctly. Yeah. Like, you can't. You ha- need to go to your local uh, clothing disposal unit. Yeah. I mean, you it- drop off your computer at the electronics. When you're done with it, you drop off your clothing at the clothing disposal. It, it may seem it may seem silly, but I think like mascot outfits. Yeah. I think they have to they have to be like uh, you have to register them or something. And yeah, because they would be weapons, and they would be so strong. Yeah, like full body. And their job, Kevin, is to bring the hype. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't tell if there's a human being or not in there once yeah. it starts moving. Yeah. So, <laughs> are you human? Are we dancers? <laughs> I was I was like, please get this, Kevin. Please, Kevin. Please get it. I know. I just had to give it a little bit of pause. <laughs> Everyone knows the flowers. The, the branded flowers. <laughs> Brandon. His I name. Thought you, I thought you said the branded flowers. <laughs> yeah, they're branded as the killers. Yeah, by Menon. By uh, Menon. <laughs> by wind. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because those things could be dangerous. Oh, hundred, yeah, very, very, they very could, much. They could run out onto a road to bring the hype, and nobody wants to hit the person, so they're they swerving out of the way. They don't know if there's a person. They there. don't and, know. And even if you hit a mascot outfit that is not like a person in it, it's got heft to it. Yep. Especially considering how I think the, the thing to keep in mind with those is that not only are they a lot of clothing, they're thick. Yep. And if the rule we put out is that every fiber. Yep is a muscle, those things are strong. <laughs> those things are insane. Those things are strong. They'll, they'll like run out into a into a highway and people will be like, oh what's that? A car will stop, he'll grab the car and yeah. it'll be it'll be like jump, jump and just lifting the car up. <laughs> Everybody <and down>. clap <laughs> and it just it's just saying shock waves with every single <laughs> clap like the Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> it just it just it steals a boombox from someone. <laughs> Come Y'all ready for this? It's causing earthquakes and shattering. Hello, police. I'd like to, I'd like to report a disturbance. What seems to be the problem? There's a mascot outside my window. We'll send the riot teams. There's just a mascot, just like dancing, like doing like full heavy dance, and then just like a police like barricade, and like people just like taking napalm shots at it, (laughs) and it's just catching them and throwing them back. (laughs) It's like this prize is for you. Uh, 
Oh, yeah, no, it has one of those t-shirt guns. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and a blowhorn. <laughs> we have to do something about about the, this flagrant use of mascots. They are weapons of mass destruction. <laughs> well, speaking of destruction, soldiers have uniforms. Soldiers do have uniforms. And once you convince people what a soldier wears, yep. you can just send that clothes to fight. Except it's hard because it's just going to fight. I mean, not it's like, not it's not going to wage war necessarily in the way you want it to. No, it'll just go out there to fight. Not yeah. only that, you'd have to have like, I mean, clothing is not necessarily good at like dexterity. No, like the, for those things to aim and fire a gun, unless you're wearing like an acrobat's outfit, and then you're fucking dexterous as shit. <laughs> Well, the problem is that I don't think, pe- like, oh, no, I was going to say, like, I don't think you can, like, really make clothing that takes the traits you want it to. I don't think you can do as, like, I don't think you can take a soldier and be like, now we got to make sure people, people also perceive soldiers as, like, this and this and this. Because I don't think humans would conceive that. They would just be like, oh, this is a soldier's thing. Yeah. This clothing is a soldier's thing. Yeah. You can't be like, and people also see soldiers as acrobats. No. No, you you I, you can't mix and match. But like, I feel like pretty much every glove yeah. would be dexterous, unless it was like a mitten or something. Really, you think gloves are dexterous? I think gloves are the things that make you the least dexterous. Well, see, it depends on the type of glove. Like, if you've got a a, a glove to keep your hand warm, then yeah, that's not going to be dexterous because it's got like extra stuffing and stuff. But if you've got like, um, like electrician's gloves or something like that. Those are meant for fine work. Well, y- yeah, but they're mostly meant for protection. There's a reason why most people, whenever they do anything finger-based, take off their gloves. Yeah. Because, like, our mind... And wh- whether or not they have fingers, yes. Like, it doesn't change the fact that... Oh, my that God, fingerless gloves. What are they for, they, Kevin? They would be... Kevin, what are they for? What are fingerless gloves for? For keeping your palm warm. <laughs> uh, so you, but you can still poke things. Okay. I mean, really, fingerless gloves. The purpose of fingerless gloves is dexterity. Yeah, it's so that your hand. So you. Can, so fingerless gloves would be dexterous. They're the most dexterous, <laughs> but they have no fingers. <laughs> they the, live they doing li- tiny backflips everywhere. They live a cursed life, <laughs> for they know that they are so skilled. They are so dexterous, but they have no fingers of which to dexter. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I nailed it. Uh. <laughs> they have no fingers with which to dexter. You mean murder people? Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I say fingerless gloves are definitely not for murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Don't worry. I wore gloves. Those are fingerless gloves, man. Aw, oh, dang it. Dang it. I got, pom- I got my palm prints, though. Now we can't steal or kill anyone. Dang. Uh, <laughs> what we can do is ride this motorcycle. Riding gloves. Oh my god, I just realized there's jockey uniforms, so there's clothing that would try and go and ride <laughs> Jump horses. on horses! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just find find random horses and jump on them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of uniforms, any sort of thing of that, like... I guess in this world, a uniform is much more important. Not for the work it does, but for if it gets abandoned, what would it do? Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that if if someday scientists figure out this whole like connection thing, yeah, then the world would progress to the point where uniforms are like you don't want uniforms, yeah, like you don't want to create a you don't want to create a piece of clothing that will do a certain thing. Although there will be baggy jeans and shirts that are skateboarding. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like the, you can't get around certain things, yeah. but yeah, but like to have. 
and and as I said with the chef's clothing, some stuff can be useful. Yeah. Like, if you can create, like, a hazmat suit, that like, it sure, it can't do manual dexterity, but if you just needs it to, like, wander in. Yeah. And, like, pick things up. The thing, the thing with the hazmat suit is I think whether or not it's being animated or someone's in it, it is just as unwieldy and awkward. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's less unwieldy when it's animated. Because, again, every fiber... That's true. It has control over. Yeah, yeah. So I, so I. That's I, how you can tell if there's a human in there or not. I mean, also the face. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would say with the uh, with the with the hazmat suit, like like that would be the primary use. Is that they were like, okay, well, we'll make up a hazmat suit, we'll put it away, yeah, bring it out later once it's animated, and nobody just... can see what the hazmat suit does unless we're using it. <laughs> nobody filmed this. <laughs> nobody filmed this. Well, the thing is, is that it requires. People, right? Yeah. So if you keep it like in a small amount of people, it won't animate. Well, no. I mean, once again, the idea is that these things have sort of been created. Yeah. I guess yeah. There's certain things that if you create a totally new type of clothing, what does it do? Yeah, it won't animate until there's an idea of what it's for. Is that the whole work? It's not that people are conscious like that is clothing. That is definitely clothing. What yeah. you've just shown to me is clothing. Yeah. It still won't animate because all we know it is clothing. Yeah, that's Not all what we know. It means that's all we know. I guess if everybody knew it was clothing, then it would try to be worn. They would try to be clothing. Yeah, yeah, right. It wouldn't. It wouldn't have any of these secondary effects that we've well, been talking. I about. don't know if worn can count, like because every bit of clothing is worn. It has to be what it is purpose for. Yeah, like the grander purpose of why you wear that clothing. Yeah. Well, I mean. The base when you say something is clothing, I will say like graphic tees want to be worn. I yes. suppose, yeah, because their idea is to be shown. Well, yeah, they are to be displayed. They to are displayed. to display something. <laughs> yeah, or to advertise. Or to advertise. So sometimes you will just have. They'll like... just jump on windshields of cars. <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <gasps> oh God, Volcom. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, another catastrophe caused by Volcom. Damn them. Damn you, Volcom. Uh, F-C-U-K? What does that mean? It looks so close to the F word, but it's not. What is it for? Is that on purpose? Are you trying to incite the idea of sex? It, I, don't, I think it says for French Connection I think UK. It does. I think it does. So I, so I don't know. But I don't know if that was done on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> you can't look at it and be like they've never. Can you imagine going up to like the the C, the owner of French Connection UK and being like, just one thing about your. about your uh, do you, you, know, you know that's almost fucked, right? Almost, it's like, <laughs> what? What? I have a, I have a question, Kevin. No one told me. <laughs> I have a question, Kevin. Yeah. Um. You know those pants that sometimes people wear and they say juicy on the butt? <laughs> what would they be doing, Kevin? Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, let's be clear. Those are, of all things, sweatpants. Yeah. They are. They do sweatpants things. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. But the thing is, like, the the writing is there. Yeah, but I mean, they are sweatpants. They are a type. They, I guess. I guess they're sweatpants that really want to show off that ass. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. They're sweatpants that are always walking away from you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, same thing with, with like Lululemon, like yoga yeah. pants. The, Is that even though they are yoga pants, yeah. I don't think they're doing yoga. I don't think they are. Either. I think they're just like the comfy pants. Well, it, I guess, I guess that comes into. 
and this is way too late to bring this up, but the question of where one group of people believes it does one thing and one group of people believe it's for another thing. I, th- I think I think the thing is that because it is all about pure global consciousness, it literally just becomes an idea of majority versus minority. Yeah. And I yeah. think if it, is, if it happens to become like a 50-50 thing, it does both those things. <laughs> okay, so it's comfy and stretching. Yeah, yeah. For, it is, for yoga pants. Yeah, it is. It is both. It is both those things. Yeah. It, it 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 has to at all times. I think it it does the things you expect it to do, and does not do the things you uh, you don't expect it to do. Yeah. There there's no unpredictable clothing. Yeah. So I think the idea is that like if if it both does stretches and comfy stuff, that it, that's not shocking to anyone because we still see them as yoga pants. Yeah. Um, okay, Kevin. I do want to bring this up before we end the episode. Yeah. Fashion clothes, like high fashion. <laughs> if you see some weird thing that it, you can be like, that's clothing. You, you've told me that is clothing. I, that looks like high fashion. Does it just start walking and like strutting? Yeah, I think, I mean, it, it goes to be seen. Yeah. It just like wanders the world. Somebody's you, sleeping. They feel something on top of them. Ah, high fashion. <laughs> yeah. You, what you've created there. Is a cryptid. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> it's a cryptid. They're like, oh, I heard in the woods of uh, in the Appalachian woods, there'd be a pair of pants that have just like dragon teeth along them. Hmm. Yes. I've heard of the dragon teeth pants. And they are right beside me, daring to be seen. <laughs> but they don't want you to touch them. Yeah, they don't. Which it's mean- for looking, not touching. <laughs> Which means Which you-, <laughs> you try and get them there. The <laughs> like you're like in the forest. <laughs> and you just look to your left and you just see an outfit that's like a bubble and you're like what is that and then as soon as you see it and just runs away no 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 it's fine bubble, bubble, well bubble. you're like well you're like what is that but if you ever think like i want you, that as soon as you take as soon as you take one step towards it, it it's gone it's gone it's, <laughs> like a wind on the it wind just wants, like a wind on the wind all right we'll end it there if you like the wind of our podcast <laughs> Uh, please leave us a rating or review. It's how our podcast grows and finds new listeners. Yeah, you can do that on, uh, I guess, on, on Apple Podcasts. Wherever you listen Wherever to your you podcast. listen to us. Um, if you don't want to do that on a podcast, you can use social media. For instance, you could tweet at me. I'm at Mighty Thews. And I'm at Starman K. Weir. Or you could tweet at our podcast, Third Space Cast. You can send us an email. It's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. Or check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. Also, if you're interested, you can head over to the Just Joshing podcast, where I have a two-episode uh, uh, spread there with him, where we discuss, like, uh, The Last Jedi and books and movies and a whole bunch of things, and it's really cool, it was really fun, so that's, uh, this is, yeah, it's over on the Just Joshing podcast, it's a couple weeks back now. Well, they, you have your name in the title. My name's in the title, look yeah. the one that says Kevin Weir. Yeah. You'll find me. There you go. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie. Our theme song is Balrog Boogie. By the Diablo, Diablo Swing, Swing Orchestra. Orchestra. Join us next week on The Third Space, where Kevin and I sing Halloween carols. Mars bars roasting on an open fire. Reese's pieces nipping at your nose. Although it's been said many times, many ways, trick or treat. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. Yeah.